This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week is part two of our Inner Child mini-series, where we are going back to basics to help you understand the foundational principles and teachings related to the inner child, inner child healing, and inner child work. Now, we have a huge back catalogue of teachings on the inner child on our YouTube channel, so if you do want to delve much deeper into the subject, I will put a link in the show notes so you can access those teachings. So today we are answering the question, what is inner child work and inner child healing? Okay, David, so the terms inner child work and inner child healing are spoken about a lot, but what do they actually mean? Well, I think they're talking about a very similar thing, and it's getting to understand that part of your mind that we're calling the inner child and trying to identify the areas, the subjects that they're stuck on and they can't move on. Remember I said in the last video they're kind of locked like a kernel in the middle of a nut, and we've got to find a way to get through all of these defenses, which have expertly built up over the years, you're very good at avoiding and ducking and diving. I often say to my to my clients, it's like that whack-a-mole game. You answer one question, then something else comes up. And so the inner child work is to get through to the inner child in a way that they trust you and you can have a conversation and you can start to come together. You'll see me a lot today talking about coming together and bringing into the oneness. And so the inner child work is, I guess, is the, is the process of connecting with the inner child and working to support the inner child to bring, bring yourself back into a harmony. Yes, I think the, these are the words that we use in English, healing and work. Personally, when I'm doing it, I would want to use the word bring the inner child back into balance or harmony. You're looking for harmony and balance so that you can flow together. So I would think that what, what we're looking for, we often say a teamwork. So many people will say, oh, it's too much hard work, and they'll use these terms, or a term that I hear a lot and I really dislike, I don't think it's helpful, when they say my inner child is wounded. And I think... You have to think about the words. You know, in previous videos, I've said the words we use are the bricks that build the house that we live in. So you've got to be very careful of how you're defining these words. Because if you think about work as some kind of a drudgery and something mm. you've got to really do hard, then it's definitely not that. To me, it's very uplifting. It's very enlightening. You're going to save a child. You're going to help a child out. You're going to release a child that's been locked in a dark room for many years. So if you want to call that work, that's work. If you want to call it healing, that's healing. 
I, I think it's more about reconnecting. Uh, it's about rebalancing. It's about aligning. It's about coming together. It's about creating love. It's about trust. It's all about that type of thing that we're going to be talking about in this video. And so the term reparenting or inner child reparenting, which is less commonly used, is this reparenting a kind of a description of the type of uh, work or the type of communication that we have to have with our inner child? Yes, I think that's one of the reasons why I like the label, the inner child, because it gives you this in your mind, because we have to make some kind of an identity of what we're doing here. And so when you were a child, for whatever reason, you may not have got good parenting techniques demonstrated to you by those who should have. And this is your opportunity for you to take accountability and responsibility and to go back and reparent yourself. And that's why I like that word. And it, it, it helps to identify in your mind that we have this, what I would call the spiritual child inside of you that's, that's stuck, that's, that's blocked, and you're the kind of the spiritual parent and going into, if you like the word educate, to emotionally educate, to, to love, to care for, to answer the questions, but building up that trust again, the coming together, as I said, I talk about. Because for many times, that part of your mind that we call the inner child, it's like a separation. It's, it's like it, it can sit there and can judge you when you, when you hear it say things like, I'm not good enough, I can't cope, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I have no value. It, it's very much in a judgmental mode, and it does that to keep itself protected, to isolate itself. And really the, the, the work or the education or the coming together or the teamwork is to find your way around all of those blocks and questions. And that really is why we do these videos to give you the information so that you can do this work. Because I do believe the majority of the work that you can do yourself. You may need some guidance, may need some new ideas or a new approach, but most of the, the work you can do yourself as you really find that true compassion and love and spiritualness inside of you to release your child. And I, I mean, I love the concept of parenting our, our inner child, that, that kind of spiritual part of us or that part of our mind which has been left left behind almost or is stuck on a life lesson that it encountered when we were much younger, when we were at a younger age. And for me, the, the idea of reparenting, it's all about self-accountability and self-responsibility and accepting what's happened in the past. So we may not have had good parenting experiences. We may not have been guided in, in an appropriate and authentic way when we were younger. We may have been raised in a dysfunctional situation. But now here is the opportunity for us as adults, our adult self, our authentic self, to, to almost make up for lost time, to make up to our inner child who has been like left behind, who is stuck. Yeah. Through this, through doing this kind of inner work, and, and, and my wording on, on, on that would be self-sufficiency, mm -hmm. because 
one one of the things we talked about the characteristics of the of the inner child in the last video, which is worth watching to bring you up to date with, with this one. And um, one of the things I didn't mention was codependency. So when we're children, it is quite normal, quite natural. It's the way it should be to be codependent on elders, on parents, on grandparents, on teachers. That's totally normal. Now, if those teachers or elders couldn't do the job for whatever reason, the inner child is kind of not in a position What who does it trust? It can't trust the ones it should have trust or they let him down or they let her down and they didn't, did things that they shouldn't have done. So the inner child's in this kind of no man's land. And so what they've done is they, they, they've closed themselves down, as I've explained. One of the interesting things for me is how do you find a way through these blocks that the inner child has set up? Now, the normal way you'll know when the inner child has set up a block, when you're doing the golden thread that we talked about in the last session, and you're going down and you ask it a question, you say, well, why do you do that? And it'll go, I don't know, I don't know. And that's the point when they're not taking responsibility because what what you're saying is, I'm doing something, but I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm saying that, but I don't know why I'm saying it. And you've got to be able to find a way. And here's the education. Here's the reconnection I've just been talking about. Here's the realignment. It's a little bit like if you have one of your physical children come home from school and you've said to them, so what did you learn today? And they go, nothing. And, and it's, that's why I like the analogy of the inner child. It acts just like a child. So this reconnection is part of the work, the healing, the coming together, the realignment, having to open up a conversation. And I can say, I think when I work with my clients, my only skill, if I have one, is to be able to speak to my client. Some of my clients can do this very easily. Some find it more difficult. I ask them to kind of talk on the inner child's behalf. Perhaps a word would be channel the inner child. So I ask them to close their eyes and, and drop their shoulders. And when I'm speaking to the inner child, I will always call it a pet name like sweetheart or little one or son. So I'll say, okay, sweetheart, could you tell me what you think about that? And, and for the clients who can channel quite easily, within a few minutes, to be honest, you can't shut the child up because mm -hmm. they start talking. Well, look what happened here and that shouldn't have happened and this shouldn't have happened and this shouldn't have happened. And the thing is what you have to do is to kind of say, right, let, let me try and answer those questions. Let me try and address these issues. And we'll be talking in later videos how you do this. But the first thing is to acknowledge the child and build up that level of trust that the child will ask you a question and you will address that question. You won't shut them down. You won't avoid them. You won't jump onto another subject. You will engage with them. And that really, that part of your mind, that's what it's always wanted. It's like a sponge mm. wanting more information, wanting more understanding about reality, about real life, about how sometimes parents don't act the way that parents should act, or 
people at school bully and that's not fair or teachers are unfair or things in life don't go the way that they think they should go. And we have to hold the child's hand and kind of give them those spiritual lessons. But to do that, you have to have this relationship. You have to be able to talk. Now, you can do this yourself. And the way that I would recommend it, not the only way, the way that I would recommend it is what I call meditation. So when I talk about the word meditation, I'm not talking about emptying your mind, sitting cross-legged, chanting mantras. I'm talking about just finding a place in your day for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, where you can focus your mind. So if you're doing this work or this healing or this reconnection, whatever you want to call it, that you should be able to sit down quiet, that you're not going to be disturbed, perhaps with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or go for a walk, ride your bike, do some gardening, do some needlework, whatever it is that brings you into stillness, and just have this internal conversation with that part of your mind so that you can get into the habit, the choice, the ability to discuss and to find those issues that you talked about, Alex, that need to be addressed. And we're going to be talking about this process of initial connection to the inner child a lot more in next week's teaching. Mm -hmm. So, David, the what I'm hearing you say is it's about establishing a process of internal communication with that part of your mind so that that part of your mind that speaks to you normally quite critically, quite judgmentally, quite fearfully in your self-talk. Ensuring that that part of your mind knows that you are listening, so you're not closing it off, you're not dismissing it. And then being genuinely interested in what your inner child is saying to you and then following up that genuine interest with inquisitive questioning so that because often our inner child, the first time we notice it's unhappy, it's unsettled, it's unbalanced, it's in kind of panic mode or fear mode is because it gives us the red light emotions. Yes. It gives us the negative emotions. And that may be when we have this, when we start off, that might be the starting point of the conversation. So you're, we're saying accept that, but then move on to ask why Why are you panicked? Why are you upset? Why are you angry? And to, as you say, use the golden thread process technique, which is the technique you use with all your clients, but it can be done for yourself at home to dig down and ask, keep asking why, to get to the root of the problem. Yes. There's something you said there, which is very important, and I use a lot, genuinely interested. Mm -hmm. So you're not flippant. You're not half concentrating you're not thinking about something else you're not letting your mind wander you're genuinely interested in what they've got to say and you're honest and you're truthful and you have integrity in your answers so if they say this isn't fair why did this happen to me and you can't answer you say I can't answer that son but let me go and try and find out let me try and find some answers. Let me try and understand this with you in harmony. Let's hold hands and let's try and see if we can understand why things happen that way. The way that I would give a kind of a generality phrase on this 
is to build up trust. Mm -hmm. So the inner child trusts that you're not going to ignore them, you're not going to reject them, you're not going to laugh at them, you're not going to embarrass them. They can't throw you off the off scent if they go, oh, I don't want to talk. You don't go, oh, I'm fed up of you, I've had enough of you. You're genuinely interested and you're doing the work because they're important and you're important. Another way to look at it, if you like this word, is to show love, show respect, show care, show that. That's why I like the idea of the parent and the reparenting. You're giving that part of your mind something that they've never had. But you're giving them something much more, you know, because when they were a child and they thought they had to look outside of themselves for the dependency, for the validation, for the approval. For the answers. For the answers. What you're now showing them is they can look to you. You can look inside of yourself. Now, the word I would use for this, self-sufficient. You become self-sufficient. And then you build up that connection, that teamwork that you mm. spoke about earlier. There's no pulling apart. You're both singing from the same hymn sheet, if, if you like. You're both going in the same direction. The, the analogy that they use in China, it's like two horses pulling a carriage. And these are two fantastic horses, brilliant, fit, beautiful horses. But the carriage doesn't go very far if the two horses are kind of pulling in opposite directions. And what we want to do is to bring the inner child and you together as a team so you're moving in the right direction. That's Wu Wei. That's a great description of Wu Wei. In your flow, effortless effort, just moving along. So you're working, but it doesn't seem like work because the energy is aligned and there's no internal conflict or tug of war. And I think, David, having looked at other inner child's work methodologies, I think with the style that you teach and that you use with your clients, when it's not just about listening and acknowledging and validating the inner child in terms of what they are struggling with, the emotions they are sitting with, making them feel that they are loved and reassured. Your work goes one step further, one very important step further, which is let's get to the root of this problem through the reparenting process. Let's understand, darling inner child, let's really understand what is it, what is it the absolute root of this concern that you are stuck with? What is the life lesson here? And, and so because if we only... If we only reassure the inner child, if we only validate it and say, there, there, I'm here for you, it's all right, you are loved, of course that makes the inner child feel better in that moment. But we have not addressed its fundamental issues that it's stuck on. So we may feel better. The red light emotions such as anxiety, fear, anger, frustration may subside for a couple of hours or a couple of days but if we haven't addressed the problem that the inner child is stuck on through the reparenting work, through the healing work, then the red light emotions will come up again. The inner child will start to struggle again. So the reparenting that you use very much digs right down to the foundation. And it is this kind of 
parental education, giving that inner child, your inner child, the life lessons, the education that it never received when you were a younger child. I, th I think that's a really important point because when I've had clients come to me who've worked with other well-respected like therapists, what they notice the difference, and some clients don't like the difference, I am not really interested in talking about the emotion. Many of my colleagues will spend many sessions, let's discuss your emotions, let's go around the emotions, let's talk about the emotions. But for me, when you do that, you are not helping the child. In fact, what is what you're doing, you're kind of becoming the, the puppet to the child's emotions because they can create emotions falling off a log as easy as anything. And if you keep on trying to soothe their emotions, it's like you say, it's a, like a little lastoplaster. only lasts for a few hours or a day at the, at the most because you're not dealing with the real issue. The issue is not the emotions. Let me repeat that. The issue of the inner child is not the emotions. The um, issue is what creates the emotions. What is it that's going on? What do they believe? What do they think? How is their worldview? What do they see about life? How do they see that people treat them? What are their expectations? It's much deeper than the emotions. So if you keep on focusing on the emotions, that's one of the tricks on the golden thread. Because one of the tricks on the golden thread is when you start at the very top and you talk about an emotion, a red light, from then on, you never talk about, I feel. You almost ban that word, ban the F word, I call it, yeah. <laughs> when you're doing the golden thread. And replace it with, I think, I choose, I believe. So rather than saying, I feel vulnerable, you say, no, 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 son, I think, I believe, I believe I'm vulnerable. Now, you see, immediately when you ask that question, even now me talking to you, it takes you down another road. It takes you away from your emotions down to the place that creates your emotions, your beliefs, your thoughts, your choices. Why are you making those choices? And as I said in the last video, it will normally be the base of this, there's something wrong with me. And you've got to get down to that point because if you stop at the emotion, you're stopping at one of the protection barriers the inner child has put up to mm -hmm. keep you away. And you're quite right. You can soothe them. You can give them a hug. You can love them. You can tell them, don't worry. And that you'll feel better for a day, but you haven't gone down to the core, to the foundation that really needs to change. Because I really want to give these and share these teachings with you so this changes your life, not just makes you feel better for a few days or a week, but it connects you back to your authenticity forever, that you're living your truth, you're living with integrity, you're honest, and you're in your flow and you're flourishing. All the things I talk about in all of the videos, and don't think your child doesn't want that. It absolutely does want that, but he doesn't know how to get there. No one's ever sat down and explained no one's ever taken them through the problems that they see and they can't resolve. And again, just before we finish, this is another reason why I like the analogy of the inner child. Lots of these issues and problems and situations, 
they are viewing it from a mindset and an intelligence of a six, seven, eight-year-old. Mm. So they don't see the bigger picture. Yeah. So when you go down and speak to them, you can widen their perception. So now they can start to ask better questions and they can disagree and agree and we talk through things. But just that communication, oh my goodness, I've seen it in front of me. Clients, energy changes. It's like somebody's lifting a big weight off their shoulders or they stop dragging the anchor along with, with them because now the child, if you think about a child, when you get them engaged, when you get them interested, when you get them on a subject that they love, my goodness, they're full of enthusiasm and that's where we want to get them. So they're kind of leading you and then you're working together in harmony and that's if you want to call that work, that's work. If you want to call that healing, that's healing. But that's the harmony. That's the Wu Wei flow. And that's what I would call it, being in Wu Wei. Brilliant. Thank you, David. So in next week's teaching, part three of our Inner Child mini-series, we will be looking at in much more detail of how you begin to connect with your inner child, which may be quite unfamiliar for you if you have never done the inner child work or you've never even acknowledged your inner child but if you want to fast track the process like I said at the start of this teaching we have many many more long-form teachings on the inner child on our YouTube channel to help you with this reparenting work and to help you understand the inner child so please do check out the links that I will add to the show notes we hope you've enjoyed this teaching. Please do let us know and maybe share it with someone else who you think would also benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one -one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.